I had a, you know, some health issues as a kid and, um, and it took me a while to realize that what I was putting in my mouth actually affected my, my body, my brain. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. Today, I am super excited because today's episode, number 885, by the way, is going to be a great one. I mean, heck, all of these interviews have been awesome, but today, I am really, really excited to share my next guest. Now, this guy here, I actually didn't realize it, but I've been kind of following him for over 10 years. I've been actually consuming his product for over 10 years, and I just started watching, actually just finished it, his Netflix original which was also with his co-host, or maybe he was the co-host. I think they're both the hosts for the uh, the TV show Down to Earth. That is a Netflix original. It was awesome, and actually, my 22 year old son is the one that introduced me to the show. And uh, well, his name is Darren Olean, also known because he's well, he's a superfood hunter. And uh, the product that I'm talking about is Shakeology, which is a beach body product, which I've been taking now for over 10 years and uh, didn't realize that he was the creator of that product until I started watching this series and then started looking more into him and then traced it back to Beachbody and him being a superfood hunter. And the guy is just an all around great guy, a wealth of information. And really, he's going to talk with us about how we can improve our health, but also improve the environment. And also, we go and talk a little bit about how it all even happened as far as him landing a Beachbody deal with Shakeology. And then from there, how he landed the TV show for Netflix with Zac Efron and how that all transpired. Uh, and then also I asked him a very, very personal question at the end that, uh, well, I'm not going to give it away here, but, uh, it was pretty deep and he gave me some really, really good things to think about. I actually asked that question, uh, for, uh, one of my family members, uh, that, uh, well was diagnosed with ALS, uh, not that long ago. You guys may have remembered that, uh, that episode where I, I mentioned that, um, but I asked him some questions on this, and he gave me his thoughts, and it was very helpful. Uh, but uh, that is towards the end of this interview. So, guys, I'm going to stop talking now so you can listen to this interview with this awesome guest, Darren Olean. Enjoy. All right, Darren, thank you so much, man, for taking some time out of your busy schedule to hang out with us here on the podcast. How you doing, man? Great to have you. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. It's always great to have a conscious conversation with like-minded people. So stoked to be here. Yeah, no, it's it's great to have you. And 
you know, it was a long shot for us. My, my wife is the one that kind of does my outreach and stuff. And uh, we were watching the show and she's like, you know, it'd be really cool to get Darren on. I go, go for it. You know, and she reached out to you on Facebook or whatever. And I, I wasn't that long. You actually responded and said, you know, I'll, I'll get in touch with your, you know, your publicist and stuff and, and we'll see what we can do. And, uh, and here we are, you know, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's hard for me to say no to people, and uh, especially when it's sincere. And doesn't yeah. matter doesn't matter you know what people are doing as long as they're kind of moving forward positively. It's I maybe yeah. call it my my Minnesota upbringing or something, but <laughs> it it is tough to stay with the schedule. The schedule is pretty intense right now, but. I but bet. I'll take, I'll take it for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. And just to give you an idea, like our audience here, I mean, we, we build brands online to help, you know, create freedom in our life. And that's really what I've been doing for the past 15 years, which allowed me to, you know, be able to raise my, my kids, three, three kids, you know, coach and do all of the fun stuff as parents we want to do and, and not have to just be about, I'm going to go chase the money. I want to chase the freedom. Um, but with that comes stress not eating properly, not exercising like you should, not being, you know, mentally here, you know, being all over the place. And I think your diet and, and uh, you know, just exercising, just being conscious of what you're doing is huge. And that's why I think you're a great fit. But just because I also want to hear about the story, like, how did this whole thing happen? When, you know, you got, you know, this show with uh, Zach Efron and you guys uh, start this show. You didn't know it was going to happen, but here we are, and it's blown up. Your book, I got your book right here, Super Life, which I guess is a Wall Street bestseller now, and got your Baruka nuts, got those over here too, you know? So I got, and I've got Shakeology that I've been drinking for 10 years, which you helped create. So finally, to get to meet you, but let's just kind of go, like, tell us a little bit about people that don't know who you are. Tell them a little bit about who you are, but then your mission, and then we'll dig into a lot of different areas, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was a regular kid, grew up in Minnesota, um, loved sports. Uh, but before all that, you know, I, I, I had, a, you know, some health issues as a kid. And, um, and it took me a while to realize that what I was putting in my mouth actually affected my, my body, my brain. Um, and really at 16, uh, I picked up my first dumbbell and realized that you know if I eat better and if I start training wow I can what I feel that most of my life feeling that this body was fragile I actually have a lot a lot of authority over it that I didn't realize but um, so getting it stronger getting it healthier uh, playing sports um, just gave me the confidence and then actually facilitated having a stronger body and then and then uh, playing college football, I got hurt, which turned into an incredible blessing because then that threw me into physiology, nutrition, kinesiology, all of those kinds of things, and, and which just really sparked, obviously, this interest of the body and our relationship uh, with it, and, and also then the, the relationship with supplements and food and um, I had after after I graduated college, I had a kind of a series of kind of holistic pharmacists back in the day in 1984 and uh, five and six and all the way for the next decade and doctors that I'd run into and they said nutrition's the next doctor. 
uh, we need to facilitate eating well. And, and so I got, you know, taught by some incredible people. Um, and it just turned on this curiosity, but then, you know, kind of the, the Minnesota upbringing and the farming culture. Um, and a dad was an ag, my father was an ag professor at the university of Minnesota. Uh, he was a business ag professor Mm. and, and so, so I just, you know, for me, when I started looking at supplements and just wasn't impressed by people's quality, that's when I really started superfood hunting, as the term uh, calls it, that was given to me um, years ago, and it just kind of stuck. And that was just the innocence of going around the world to see these incredible plant botanicals, um, adaptogens, you name it, on, uh, you know, on corners of the globe. Um, it was really just the, the not even caring where I was going. It was more of just, well, that's where I'm going because this is these are the foods or the ingredients mm. or the botanicals that I'm looking into. And so then that just became this kind of wild obsession of just coming back with, you know, 25 new things that I never even heard about when you come out of the Amazon or come off of the mountaintops, um, or come away from the islands, you realize that, holy cow, there's a lot of powerful foods uh and then i started just formulating stuff and 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 really then it was like that last kind of uh you know burning through all my cash and traveling around the world and, and trying to get some products out there and formulating things and then beachbody kind of came at the serendipitous time and said hey what why don't you formulate some stuff for us and let us worry about marketing it and it was just a uh, it was a beautiful marriage and so i could put all of my focus into formulating some of the greatest botanicals in the world um and just you know lightly touching on as i was kind of going to 40 countries and and being in remote areas i saw i saw environmental issues i saw uh, social issues i saw humanitarian issues of, of power water food disease, uh, poverty. Mm. And then you can't help but getting in touch with uh, the empathy for other people yeah. around the world and other cultures, but also what are the needs, uh, the needs that other people don't have. Um, yeah. So then that was the, the environmental side of me that was always being informed over the last you know, 20 years. Um, and I've, you know, I've since then got, got involved in a lot of environmental stuff, but anyway, that's the, that's the first oh, part of the, yeah. first part of the, <laughs> yeah, it's quite a journey in 40 plus countries. And like you're, you're hunting these superfoods. Sounds exciting. But the one thing that I want to know the answer to is how does the beach body thing happen? How does that, like, how does that just, you know, land? Because everyone thinks like, oh, it's just magic. And it's like, well, how did that think? Because that was a pretty pivotal, mo or pivotal moment in your, in your career that it opened it up where you, now you could focus 100% of your time and not have to worry about the marketing. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was focused on just doing this myself uh, because I was seeing things that no one was, uh, no one else was seeing. I was exposed sure. to things and things that no one else was. So I committed to it and I lost my father, um, 16 years ago, but 17 years ago at that time. And that was just kind of this wake up call of like, don't dabble 
anymore. Mm. Like you need to get these things out and because this can help people. And so from that point forward, I just fully committed and started, you know, a company and hired some people. But then of course, just kind of craking through that, ca- that cash, mm. uh, Beachbody got wind of what I was doing. And I met Isabel Deichler, the, 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 the now wife of Carl who's a, Mm -hmm. who's a master nutritionist and formulator on her own. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as soon as we met, uh, here in Malibu, how many, 12 years ago, uh, 13 years, uh, more than that now, 14, 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we just had this instant synergy and, uh, and, and way that we whole food nutrition, super plants, uh, filling mm. in the gaps for people's nutrition, get the, getting them the active compounds and the micronutrients that are required. And then when I met Carl, that his energy of, of committing to helping, you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of people. Mm. Uh, and he just said, just focus on the, the formulation without compromise and let me figure out how to sell it. Mm. And that, that marriage of kind of us three in a certain mm. sense uh, happened. And then I just put my head down and started really uh, doing the formulation over the next couple of years. Um, and then uh, we were able to kind of lock that formula in. And the next thing you know, a uh, decade plus later, we've sold, you know, nearly $4 billion uh, of this incredible Crazy. superfood shake that has mm. helped not only the people and the farmers and the foragers around the world, but it's also obviously helped people getting uh, this powerful nutrition in every day. Um, so that's, that's like, you know, that, that's like, uh, you know, I've always used this example. It's like, you know, when you create, a, 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 you know, create a song mm-hmm. and you, you get to experience people enjoying that song in the sense I get to experience and I've had, have, gotten to experience people getting the benefits mm-hmm. of of these said compounds and plants and superfoods um and it's just you know it was a marriage kind of made in heaven in that way and then it just you know blew up and ex- exploded me and i continued you know mm-hmm. kind of doing doing my thing and and continue to this day and uh, i've essentially moved into more and more sustainable um, not only consciousness inside of myself, but also environmental and social and economic and environmental initiatives now that I'm, uh, kind of working on. Yeah, I I love it. And I think that's a great story. And I I mean, I'm still, I told you that I'm, I'm still, uh, a a user of it. I, I, I just literally, uh, excuse me, had a, um, had a shake about an hour ago. And, uh, and it's, uh, I think it's, it's coming back up on me right now, just a little bit. Actually, I need a sip of water. It might be some of that superfood there. That's right. It wants, but it was, want, wants, wants your attention. It does. Uh, but I mean, I, I literally, if I don't have it, I do feel a difference. Uh, I feel better. Um, my skin's better, you know, hair, like all of that stuff that's on the external, but the internal just feel better, more regular, like the whole thing. It's like all the way around. And I actually enjoy it. I have the chocolate and I have a little bit of natural peanut butter in it, a little bit of a frozen banana in it and some almond milk. And then I'm good and I'm good. And, and I enjoy it every day. So it's like a milkshake. So 
It really is. Um, but anyway, this isn't a promotion for Shakeology, although you should probably check it out. Um, but what I did want to kind of talk about now is uh, this new thing, right? Like in, you know, we're talking years later, right? And, you know, I get introduced to this show uh, down to earth with Zach Efron, who my kids were fans of like back in the day, high school. I mean, I heard him, you know, get back in the game, got to get you, get your head in the game, like this whole thing. Right. You know? And I'm like, come on. I mean, all right. So then it comes full circle. And I'm like, all right, now this kid isn't a kid anymore. And yeah. he's doing this show. And my son, who's 22, brought it to my attention. And he said, you should check this out. You guys would really like it. You and, you and mom. And I'm like, okay. So we checked it out and we fell in love with it immediately. Mm. And from there we were like, okay, who's this Darren guy? Right. And then we started looking into your stuff and then traced it back to Shakeology, which was just like, this is the guy, like he's the guy. And so we, we just enjoyed going to the different places. Uh, and I know you just did a, an episode with a, a ritual on kind of like, it wasn't exactly how you intended it to be mm. um, because you didn't want it to go into the wrong direction. You wanted to go into more of a educational direction. I thought it was perfect, to be honest yeah. with you. It kept Honestly, my interest. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, how did it all, how did that all happen? I know part of the story, but how did yeah. it happen? Uh, like, how did you end up meeting, you know, Zach and kind of setting that deal? Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely was a, uh, if you, you know, any of, any of you believe in serendipity, it was definitely serendipitous to, from the word go and, and a, a full circle, which is why it was so great to be on Rich Roll's podcast again. Uh, you know, I've been on about four times, but this was like the second time I was on. Zach had heard that episode and I was going off on something, you know, uh, I don't even remember what my second episode was focused on, <laughs> but, but, you know, my theos and what I believe in is obviously health of people, health of the planet. So sure. I'm always kind of coming from that space and it's, it's in, it's in every cell of my body and, and the story goes that, you know, Zach was touched by something and he, he's obviously into health and nutrition and I didn't know Zach at all. Right. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even see high school musical. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so how it went was Zach heard something on the show. He was touched by something. He reached out to, this Olympian swimmer that was a mutual friend of Rich Rolls, uh, Connor Dwyer. And then uh, Rich ended up calling me and he said, hey, uh, you know, Zach Efron wants to, to see if he can get your, your cell phone. Because um, he was, you know, he, he wants to chat with you. And I kind of was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, and kind of forgot about it, right? Because... You know, there's a lot of athletes and celebrities over the years that always want some sort of elixir or some, you know, <laughs> right. advantageous, you know, botanical that they think I can help them with. So I wasn't really giving it much weight. Um, sure. And so kind of a few months later, I get this random text and it's like, hey, it's Zac Efron, blah, blah, blah. I really love yada, yada, yada. And he just kind of poured his, his heart out in a text. And, and I just reached out to him, like, hey, dude, uh, very sweet. Thank you for the message. Would love to, you know, get lunch with you. So we had this incredible vegan lunch uh, <laughs> and hung out for a few hours and just kind of talked about everything. And, 
Um, obviously he was, he was talking about a lot of health stuff and it was really at the very end where, you know, there was always this idea and people were pitching this idea of superfood hunting show for, for a decade and okay. it just never really lined up. And plus for me to be interested, I just wanted to expand it because I, I didn't want to myopically, even though it's amazing and fascinating and everything else, I wanted to open it up because my care for the world had shifted into all of these other areas. So I said, you know, so I had already written down an idea for the show. And so I said, you know, I got this idea for a show um, that I want to expose some of the environmental stuff. I want to expose food systems and water and medicinal plants and travel around the world and bring people into these situations. And he was like, whoa, man, that sounds amazing. Mm. And we just kind of left it. And a couple hours later, he called me back and I have this existing deal uh, at Netflix, but the concept I don't really like, but I talked to my team and, and we can bring you in and kind of take over the concept of the show, but having certain aspects of the old show that we still have to because it was in the deal we have to travel which which was part of the situation anyway yeah. we ha we had to kind of uh, have food as a segment well that's easy um so so i got kind of adopted into this already family uh that weren't necessarily in this space at all which right. turned out to be to your very point better that I didn't lead the march on exactly what I wanted to do is pushing it as much as possible on the information and that we actually, you know, had the adventure, had the fun, which mm -hmm. I have fun every time I travel anyway. And they, mm -hmm. they obviously mm -hmm. edited a lot of that stuff into the show. Sure. Um, but Zach and I, you know, he's like my little brother. So that, that's how it happened. And it just, you know, next thing you know, we're, you know, three and a half months on the road going all over the globe together. And, he, and one thing sealed the deal. And that was because Zach said this, this one thing to me. He was like, listen, I have all these people that follow me because I'm an actor, but I want to do something mm. with that platform. And, and that was it. Like, mm. as soon as he said that, I was like, okay. He's sweet. He cares. He's mm. wants to do something and he wants to do something with the platform that's been given to him. Mm. And, and, and because it came the way it did without me going, you know, without all these people over the years going, find a celebrity, do it this way. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, I don't want to do anything like that. Like, yeah. And it came this other way. It came through mm. him. Uh, and then, it just was perfect. And then the synergy of the entire production, I can't tell you the family that was created and the care uh, that went all both directions from the film guys to the editors to the people, 13 people, 14 people we spent running around the globe. Incredible, incredible. Mm -hmm. And everyone ended up changed because of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even myself and my wife and, and my kids, uh, you know, we had, we had watched it and it makes you, it makes you think, right. It makes you think, I mean, even about, you know, plastic, right? Like, I mean, just, 
stuff that I knew about and I wanted to change, but like one, you know, one thing could make a huge difference if you just do it and you're bringing attention to that living longer, obviously like going to these blue zones and exposing that stuff. I mean, that's just, it's interesting. And it's like, you know, as we, we get older, right. It's like, I want to live longer. There's some people that are like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to be here, you know, whatever, 50 years, 60 years, doesn't matter. I'm like, no, I want to live a long time. I got a lot to do here and I got family and I want to see my grandkids grow up. Like I want all that. So I value life every single day. And that really, I mean, to me, it was like, it exposed new things to me, but it was entertaining, but yet educational. Yeah, it was, a, it was I, I'm telling you, I was really nervous to be honest with you. Cause I didn't know, no one knows how successful something's going to be. Sure. But, but I was always nervous. I had to surrender several times down the road. I'd push back. I'd push back. No, let's interview this guy and my friend over here. Yeah. And I mean, I had, you know, for the people that you didn't see, I had 10 others, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that, that would have been amazing had it been a different show, but it's mm-hmm. just, it, I, you know, humbly, I'm just, grateful that even though I, I do have a control freak that lives inside of me, mm-hmm. um, that surrendering and trusting other people who are uberly talented in their area of mm-hmm. expertise and also had elements and, and uh, of aspects of them that cared about mm-hmm. uh, and growingly so as we continued and them getting it so I could trust more and more of like, this is why we're doing this. And everyone, everyone did. And so, you know, I, you know, collaboration, especially now more than ever, collaboration to make greatness, I think is, is underutilized and underacknowledged. Um, so even though Zach and I were like the hosts, great. Uh, but it, it I absolutely was a team and then the people that we were able to touch and meet along the way. Um, you know, we, you know, the, the chocolate company in Iceland, their, their doors yeah. were shutting. Like we, we, wow. we saved their business, wow. COVID, all of this stuff. Like they're, mm. they're like over the moon and the charities that we were involved with got huge mm. amounts of donations and attention. I mean, I just want to keep going, you know, show or not. I just want to mm-hmm. keep going down that path, which I am yep. in many ways. Um, because again, it's great. Okay, cool. Attention. But the attention for attention's sake is nothing. Zero. Not interested. Attention for the transmutation and the transformation and mobilization of creating things moving forward, creating change moving forward. For me, it was like, cool, more people, great, come, keep coming, keep coming, keep the Mm. attention coming because I have things and I have people that are doing great things moving forward in this world and as businesses and for health. That's really what it's about. Mm. And, and, you know, being, you know, nearly 50 now, I've spent my lifetime looking inside myself. And so to have this come this way, I feel very responsible in a great way to, to continue to, you know, make this planet better and make people on it better and uh, certainly cut down on judgment, cut down on all of this stuff. 
and let's just come together where there's mutual benef benefits uh, and problems that we can actually solve together. Yeah, no, I, it's beautiful. I, I love all of that. And so, okay, what I do, I, I've got some points here. That's why I'm looking down. I got some notes here. Yeah. I, I want to make yeah. sure I hit them. Um, I got one for my wife that I have to hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you, you you know, I got to get that one, right, Darren? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to nail that one. Um, okay, so the uh, one thing I did want to talk about, because one segment on the show was about water. Mm. And you actually, you changed the way I thought about water. I mean, I didn't, I knew the water, there was different you know, types and better than others. And you shouldn't have this purified. And I, I knew that, but not to the extent I thought that episode with like different waters in bottles and the guy coming out and pouring it over you guys and all that. stuff. So I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. I was like, I want to taste that, you know, mm. but, um, I also spent about three or four hours putting a new water system in my sink underneath it with this, you know, it's uh, what's the name? I got the name here. Aqua, Aquasana. Have you heard of Aqua that one? Aquatrue, Aquasana. Yeah. Aquasana. It's a, it's a system goes underneath. It's got like yeah. four filtrations and then it got mineralization that gets put back. I was looking at the one that you had mentioned where you kind of you evaporate and then you distill it down and what, what's the, what's the best, what, what should I be doing? Cause I, I can't go to the spring. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to buy it in a plastic jug. So what, what do I, what, yeah. what do I do? That's the best. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the, the, so part of water was such a massive episode. It could have been the whole series. Um, sure. So, so we were able to touch on like, you know, natural water, uh, chelates, minerals, it structures itself. It can be massive. It can taste different. It can yeah. act differently. It can like have information. It can deliver information. Like it's a, it's a rabbit hole of ridiculous <laughs> science Right. of quantum physics, biology, chemistry, you name it. So we wanted to touch on water, but some of the kind of the overarching kind of mechanisms of water that we wanted to focus on was, listen, uh, there's what's in the water. So naturally spring, you know, as water vortates, it doesn't flow in a straight line. It's naturally as turbulent water is rolling through and down rivers, it's chelating minerals. It's being electrically charged by the, the earth's energy field, as well as the UV rays of the sun and it's energizing water. And that's very, very important mm. as it relates to actually giving us energy and hydrating us and cleansing us and uh, supporting just homeostasis in the in the body. So there's many, many things. And so natural water, of course, is the way to go because it's, 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 it's already structured. It's got the minerals and all of that stuff. However, we don't have access to it. The mm -hmm. beautiful thing, the wonderful kind of human development is I can go to my tap. I can turn on water on demand mm -hmm. anywhere, pretty much any, anywhere in the first yeah. world uh, for the most part. We can do that. Incredible. Yeah. So you have to have chlorine as a chemical in order for it to be strong enough to make it all the way to the tap so that microbiological activity doesn't kill you. Right. So there, there is things. And then per, unfortunately, percolating into our water system is more and more modern uh, kind of fatal conveniences. And that is like, you know, um, nitrates from agricultural runoff, uh, pesticides, herbicides, glyphosates, PCBs, 
plastics, microplastics, um, fluorides, all of this stuff does show up in mm -hmm. a lot of the tap water. So, although the show, we're like, you know, our, our wonderful Martin, the sommelier, said purified waters is not good. I don't necessarily agree. And he was right in one aspect, but not in the other. So if we're not having the perfect water and the perfect bottle from our perfect uh, tap, mm -hmm. we do need to destructure the water or, or empty the junk out because that does show up in our total dissolved solids. The, the junk in the water contributes to that number increasing of TDS, total dissolved solids. We have to strip that out. Easiest thing to do is a reverse osmosis or a distillation. Take that out. It doesn't allow for those, those issues to, to come out in the water once it's gone through those processes. So a distillation or a reverse osmosis is great to do. Um, and then you have to build that water back up again. So you do need to add some, some angstrom size minerals, smaller minerals that the body can actually use on a cellular level. Uh, and an easy way to do that, it's naturally inherent within uh, very good unrefined sea salt or Himalayan crystal salt. So a pinch per glass of the distilled oh, okay. RO or a half a teaspoon per gallon. So once you've just cleaned out your water, just add it back. And then, man, you can, you can structure your water too. Put it in glass, put it out in the sun, shake your water, give it some energy back, let it uh, precipitate more oxygen I in like it. I like that. You know, getting a, a, there's a company that we've already blown them out uh, because I've mentioned them, but it's uh, Blue, Blue, water, uh, Blue Bottle Love. Okay. It's got this blue cobalt and blue as they, as they found out was a frequency when the light passes through it would, would, uh, create the frequency in the water that was very similar to the frequency of healthy cells. So you can kind of do a little hack of energizing your water by putting it in glass cobalt blue, but listen, just glass in general, mm. just, it eliminates all your plastic. You don't precipitate, you know, uh, false estrogens in your body from plastic. Uh, but that's an easy way. You can get a distillation. Um, you can check, go to my website. AquaTrue gave me a, a hell of a discount. So they have an RO system that goes on the countertop. There's several technologies. But go on Amazon, spend a couple hundred bucks. It will pay you back within the first few months of not buying you know yeah so bottles so that. buying a blue a blue glass right like yeah. buying that and then putting it in there and setting it in the sun i never heard of that that's yeah, it's great that's freaking awesome i mean you, you always hear a you hear a sun tea you know yeah 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 and even if you don't get it in the sun all the time don't yeah. worry about it because that right. that glass and then there's there's usually carved into the glass which is a mm -hmm. cool kind of benefit you can get like gratitude, love, all of oh, that. I stuff. love that. And that, and that is literally energy being fused in the water. That's scientifically been proven over That's and over awesome. again, the influence of energy in, in many different ways. Mm. Um, so, so obviously just that, just that intention, intention is always good no matter what you're doing. So mm. even if you have this in glass, your intention now is to, you know, give yourself some love. 
Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's to take a beat and go, I'm now appreciating even more this mm. water that I'm putting in. Even that act alone is opening up your body, is de-stressing you, taking you down parasympathetically, and allowing your body to receive water in a different way. So I love that's, it. Not a, that's not a downside in any way. No, I, I love that. And it's, you know, the power of gratitude, I think, is, is huge. And so many huge. people I don't think value that. One thing you, a, I, I remember you saying on the show to, uh, to Zach is you did a little morning breathing. Walk me through that real quick, because a lot of people don't think that. And I was one of them. I'm like, I don't have time for meditation. I can't meditate. And then I found Headspace, which that helps you. It's guided meditation. And I'm like, well, it's better than nothing. How can someone incorporate that in their life if they're like, I can't meditate. My mind drifts too much. It's like, what would you say? Do this. Start here. Well, that's that's why I think the the breathing. Uh, the intentional breathing now has gotten into athletics in a, in a mm. very important way. So they kind of got us all, even though, you know, I've meditated, I've done a bunch of stuff, but with the breathing, you know, 10 years ago really was just made it very intentional. Mm -hmm. So, and then the great work that's being done literally in front of our face, our nose, we, we got out of nose breathing, right? So, so nose breathing extremely important the only way you should breathe so shut your mouth uh tongue on the top of your roof of your mouth nose breathing only so you can go just start here go five 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 in in take a breath in for five hold it on the inhale for five exhale for a count of five hold on the exhale for five and then repeat so that's an easy way it gives your it shifts your body de-stresses you immediately it gives your body attention breathing through your nose opens up the neck it, it, it by going the air going through the nose brings in and ignites and turns on the nitric oxide and the nitric oxide in, increases oxygen receptivity in the alveoli and, and that deep breathing is bringing the oxygen deeper down into the lungs, activating the diaphragm that gets shut off. Um, and so that alone, you will increase your oxygen saturation on the side as a side benefit of having your mind focus on the five, 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 right? Mm. So do, and do it for five minutes, right? So add oh, the other yeah. five. Do it for five minutes, start there. And I kind of do, I definitely do uh, rapid breathing, nose breathing. I do recovery breathing after exercise. Uh, I do a few rounds of that. So I've already done it. And every time before I eat, I actually downshift and do nasal breathing about five in, five out. Just do a bunch of gratitude stuff every time before I eat. So now my breathing is all about what I'm doing. Um, and it just changes your life. Not to mention, you know, Patrick McEwen, this may sound crazy. Mouth breathing doesn't allow your face. It, it shifts your, 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 in our development, it shifts the, the chin back. It shuts off the airway. It doesn't allow for the no, nose to open up. So people have compromised breathing patterns all the time. And then you end up breathing through your mouth at night. Mm. which is horrible and doesn't allow you to shift 
into that deeper centers, the melatonin and, and everything else. So you can actually healthfully, if you don't have compromised breathing, like mm. apnea of any kind, but you can actually tape your mouth shut um, mm. and go to sleep that way. And now over time, I don't have to do that anymore. Like I wake up, if you wake up and you have a dry mouth, you've been, nose, you've been mouth breathing all night and mm. your sleep is going to be in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, so your, your life will change when you start nose breathing. So that's, that's a little bit on nose breathing. Patrick McEwen, I just interviewed him on the podcast. He's a good friend. He's got a great book called the oxygen advantage. Um, oh, wow. that will, that will change your life without a doubt. And, and you, in terms of, and everyone listening exercise nose only. Mm-hmm. And if you really get behind, uh, anaerobically and you need to get the CO2 out, so in the nose, out the mouth. But I would recommend just shifting back and don't don't work out so much that you can't keep up with your nose breathing. Because over time, your body will get so so much better at your aerobic capacity by by nose only working out. Um, in 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 bursts, if I'm you know sprinting up a mountain or something, I'll go in the nose, out the mouth, and just uh, okay. get the CO two out. You know. Yeah. So speak, speaking of that, like, so let's just, let's just dig into exercise real quick. I mean, you're, what, what are you, 40, 47, 48? I'm, I'm 49. 49. Okay. I'm, we're, I'm 48. So we're about the same age. So what, what, what are we doing at, at this age right now? Like, what should I be doing? I know what I'm doing, but like, what should I be doing? Um, and, and again, not being like, oh, I got to work out, you know, for an hour and a half every day. You know, like it's like becomes a chore and a job and all of that stuff. Like what can someone do that says, I don't have time to work out so we can get that in, into our daily routine so we can stay healthy, but also de-stress and all of the benefits that come with doing that. In terms of working out or just yeah. like general yeah, like, uh, I mean, so some people say, you know, walking is good and some people say walking isn't as good, right? Like just, you know, walk or you should be sprinting or you should be doing, inter- yeah. you know, uh, interval training or all of these different things. I'm a big believer is like, go take a walk, chill, you know, relax. And if you want to do some bursts, do some bursts, right? Do a little bit of weight training. You know, you want your muscles to stay strong. Like all in, 100%. I'm just really basic. I don't want to overcomplicate it and think I have to go to the gym. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to the gym right now anyway. But if I was, it's like, I don't want to go there for an hour and a half and try to be a, you know, a Hercules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not what I'm about. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on, on where someone's at, obviously. But, but if you're talking about us and our yeah. kind of age category, yeah. I, I, I'm saying like, you, need to, you need to lift heavy, you need to lift hard, but, mm. very, but not for a long period of time. Like when I'm saying, I'm not saying one rep maxes and I'm not Mm. saying all that stupid shit. I'm just saying Mm. like, like intensity because that intensity and pushing yourself for short bursts of time that increases, I mean, growth hormone, testosterone regulation, uh, obviously bone density, the more lean body mass we have. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much as strong as I was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I can still I, and I don't even try for strength. I just, I just go hard. And, mm. I, and, you know, the other day I was surfing and the surf was a little low and I was like, I still have some in the tank. So I just did 10 sprints on the beach um, just because I wanted to activate. I can feel the, the hormonal shift. It's very powerful. Mm. And so I, I will, but, but that's the thing. My actual workout time 
20 minutes to 35 minutes tops. Yeah. When I'm actually, you know, I've, I've maybe stretched, I've maybe warmed up a little bit, but when my actual workout time, Mm. it's no more than 20 to 35 minutes. Mm. Like it's, it's activated, it's intentional, it's powerful, it's strong. Uh, it's, it's functional training. Um, and then I'm, then I'm downshifting immediately. So I'm on my back breathing routine, uh, get the, get the lactic acid out, get the CO2 out. So that's where I will do. Actually, I will downshift the heart rate as quickly as possible in the nose, out the mouth. And as soon as I can drop my heart rate in half right away within three to four breaths, I then go mouth breathing because I want to take in as much oxygen and get rid of as much CO2 um, and lactic acid with that oxygen. So then I'll do mouth breathing and just do four rounds of about 50 breaths uh, Mm -hmm. like that. And then boom, I'm in la la land. And I've also, (laughs) and I've also shifted myself down from this very stressful wonderful zone to parasympathetic to increasing a huge amount of oxygen uh and then i'll maybe go into the sauna and ice bath um to finish and that's kind of it um but i but i do something every day and maybe mm-hmm. i maybe i need a day where i just chill a little bit and i'll just do a mountain bike do a, a whatever but um I, I think number one we need to be intentional with our mm-hmm. movements uh mm-hmm. and, and be able to, to, to challenge ourselves in that way. But, uh, but, you know, I've talked to some longevity doctors and they're like, there's nothing more powerful for longevity. Well, there is a lot of things more powerful, but one thing that's super powerful for longevity is lifting heavy things. Mm. And that goes for women too, by the way, mm. because your, your, your bone density, your lean muscle mass is extremely important especially as our hormonal situation is shifting over the years. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the hard thing is when you get older and, and, and myself, I've got like old injuries, right? So it's like, I can't do military press anymore, right? I do that. I snap my, my back out of whack and then I'm done for a week, you know? And it's like, I know what I can do and I know what I can't do. And it's like 100%. deadlifts. I'm not doing deadlifts because I'm going to snap my lower back and then I'm done, you know? So it's like, I guess am I thinking of it correctly? Like just figure out what your body will allow you to do and do that. Or how do we, I mean, I know we probably have to strengthen our core so our back doesn't go. So then we can do those deadlifts. Like, right. You know what I mean? Well, that I I think that's the logic and it's like, Mm -hmm. you want to totally acknowledge where your body's at right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You definitely, you don't want to injure yourself. I mean, it's so easy to injure yourself. Yeah. But you also have to be proactive as to why that's going off, right? Mm. Why that's not stabilizing your system mm. and, and, and constantly be a student for your own body to, because listen, kinesiology is all about something's being, you know, pulled together and something being pulled apart. And that's the musculature and the neuromuscular sure. system and the, and the fascia and the, the pushing and pulling of each a body system and shoulder and hips and joints and ankles and knees. Like, you know, I'm a big fan of like consulting with some, some physios and getting regular body work and having people look at you and assess you. And, you know, I work out with a bunch of buddies. So we're always kind of like, Hey dude, you're, 
your back's rounding on that move. You got to mm. shift and, you know, so, so that's, that's super important. Um, we have to be better advocates for our own health. That's without a doubt. And that's mm. everything that you're putting in your mouth. Don't expect companies to have your best interest. Do your homework yeah. on the supplements, on the foods, all of that stuff. And also, uh, you know, like we said, reverse engineer what's going on with the shoulder, what's going on with the lower back, what's not allowing me to move optimally. Mm. I, I really don't let age be a factor. Mm. Um, yeah, of course, I've got scrapes and cuts and old past injuries, but sure. I'm constantly looking for ways to overcome and, and still, still be able to respond to life as powerfully as I can. And yeah. that is being an advocate for yourself and definitely don't throw in the flag and just say, that's just who, who I am and what I am. Mm -hmm. um, again, looking at what you're doing now, acknowledging where you're at, but then also being an advocate for balance in your own, you know, yeah. physiology. I, I think mine definitely is core. You know what I mean? Like I, I think I just, I got to strengthen the core. I mean, it's just, as you get older too, that gets, I mean, everything gets weaker, but it's like everything stems from the core. And I know that that's, it's an area that I need to focus on more. And I think when you do that, like you said, you're not overcompensating for doing a military press. And then you're, you know, it's everything shifts when you're, you're weak in one area to try to support the other. 100%. You know? Flexibility, yeah. core, strength, yep. balance, for sure. Yeah, all of that. Okay. Uh, okay. So two more things real quick. Uh, this one here, um, we, we don't have to go too deep in this. I just want your take on it because I know you come from one angle versus uh, someone else. Okay. So Bulletproof, Dave Asprey. Okay. He's got his whole philosophy, right? And, and I mean, honestly, I like butter in my coffee. It, it, it tastes good. I'm not using the dairy. Well, I am, but I mean, just I'm doing it differently. What's your thoughts on that whole philosophy? Um, and I think, I, I know I see you smiling now too, because it was funny when I was going to interview you and I told my, my audience and they're like, I would love to know what he thinks about the whole, you know, high fat, you know, diet thing. I'm, I believe it's like moderation, like, you know, like you can't go all one way or go the other, but you can, but it's just, what are you, what are you going after? You're like, what is it? What are you trying to achieve? So what's your thoughts on that? And like, what's your take? I, have you, have you met Dave? Do you guys talk? Like I, I have yet to meet Dave Asp. I've had many, I've had a couple opportunities and I just, yeah. it just, didn't, it just didn't work out. Um, okay. you know, uh, again, I mean, I think that he's contributed a lot in this space. Um, yeah. you know, one of the first kind of quote unquote, even though I hate the term biohacking, yeah, yeah. really kind of a lot of it is kind of getting back, uh, where we do align on many things is getting back to, to nature and, um, mm. circadian rhythms and light and you know, blocking the blue light. I've got my own blue blocking, uh, glasses on and there's a lot of things that he's contribute to. So, so there's definitely, but you know, there, there's liberties that, that he's made, um, that probably kind of can't unpack anymore because he's, mm. he's created a whole empire out of it. That's the problem mm. with, with some people. I mean, you got 40,000 research articles on plant-based nutrition. You've got some of the leaders in longevity, uh, that definitely, if you increase your saturated fat intake, there's just no good benefit that's going to happen from that. That's my point mm -hmm. of view. Um, and again, 
really the only evidence if you like the taste of mm. butter in your coffee, then eat it. Mm. But the thinking that you're you are definitely not utilizing that fat in the way that people have told you you're utilizing it just mm. by putting fat in your coffee. So mm. thinking that you're biohacking and getting that mm. fat into your brain is just a bunch of hogwash. Mm. So so you know, from my perspective, um, you know, listen, I don't even drink coffee. I think coffee is extremely acidic. Um, I love it, but it's just, it's just very acidic. Now, the alchemy of coffee and, and coffee fruit, uh, that's a whole different deal, right? Okay. Because that, that physiologically in the body, it changes everything. So, mm. um, but I'm not even saying, like, I, people are going to drink coffee. That's no, no problem. But, but um, uh so, you know, you look at, you look at longevity principles and even doc, Dr. Walter Longo, the research and, and uh, Dr. David Sinclair and both are uh, friends and I know them. Um, uh, and then you got the work of, uh, uh, I just talked to uh, Dr. Furman, Dr. Joel Furman. I mean, you've got zero, un, let me, how should I say this? Zero uncompromised peer-reviewed research mm-hmm. that that definitely proves that if you increase your saturated fat intake you're running down towards degenerative disease you're mm-hmm. you're starting to and then if then you start turning on you know over 15 percent of your protein intake and now you're just throwing on nitric you're throwing on fuel to those um, mTOR and cancer-promoting genes and and all of that stuff. So, you know, at the end of the day, I want to definitely believe in the research and some of the people mm-hmm. I've actually interviewed myself in terms of actually longevity. Um, so, and then if you really want to tweak your entire view of this with with um, hundreds and hundreds of data to support every word that these guys are saying mastering diabetes Mm. check out that book because that definitely goes into with ridiculous detail the saturated fat is clogging up the sensitivity for insulin and -hmm. that is the actual main culprit for setting you up to diabetes now people on this keto thing if you're on keto, you're, you're gumming up your, uh, your insulin receptors and everything else. So when you jump back on carbs, you'll get spiked. You'll get all these other things. Only if you under, don't understand that physiology, you'll go, see, carbs are bad. But mm. you've done all this damage, not to mention from a keto perspective. That was like the first year of physiology. Ketosis is a very dangerous thing uh, to stay in, to live in, very difficult to stay, to be in it. Um, so I, I, it just doesn't make any sense from mm. a long-term lifestyle to, to live into that way. And then you just start digging into a lot of these dudes are like, you know, they've, they've taken pharmaceutical drugs to hack their brain while they're trying to promote this 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 weird stuff. It's like mm. you dig underneath the covers. These guys aren't really authentic anyway. I'm mm. not saying it's Dave's not authentic. I'm not saying, I got but, you. Yeah. but it, but it's, it's, yeah. it just doesn't make long term. 
because you just said something very important. I want to live long. I want to be around for my grandkids. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the centurions and the blue zones and some of the greatest research and the Mediterranean diet and the, and the, uh, and the 40,000 research articles that support this understanding of low, low saturated fat, low protein, uh, diversity of plants. Um, yeah, it doesn't say you don't have to, you know, can keep just plant, plant or keep, keep uh, animal protein low uh, if you still want to eat animals, whatever. But just you got to understand that no one macro ingredient is, is bad. Mm. It's just what we've demonized these categories it just doesn't make sense from a, from a healing and a health perspective. So, I mean, again, cause it, so that, and for the American public and just anyone in general, it's confusing, right? It's like, mm -hmm. you get this, you get that one and then you get, you know, this one over here and that one. It's like, I just want to do what is right. And it's almost like you have to, you have to almost believe in someone that they have done the research or that they have trusted advisors or whatever, because honestly, like I love whole, I love whole foods. I'll eat them all. I mean, I'll eat avocados. I'll eat, uh, you know, I'll eat lettuce. I'll eat like all different types of food, right? Like nuts. I've got your Baruch and nuts here. Like I've got, I, I want to do the right thing, but it's like you're Mr. You're mis, uh, communicated or, or, or your information is like here one day it's plant-based the next day it's not. And it's just, it's like, I just want to know what's the right thing to do and I'll do it. You know what I mean? And that's all that I think anyone's really yeah. asking for. It's not really even a weight loss thing for me. It's, mm -hmm. I just want to have a healthier well, internal side, you know? I mean, the thing that kind of breaks through most of it too is when you start doing your own testing of yourself. Mm -hmm. What are you deficient in? Do some blood work. Uh, there's a great company called Viome that you can do uh, your microbiological testing, get a little test kit. Uh, it's got, it's very easy to use. You just get a little of your fecal matter and put it in and they just test can send all of these markers back and see efficiencies. They're also now moving into mitochondrial, mm. uh, activity. Uh, but with blood work, hell hair analysis can be wow. effective for vitamin, uh, for mineral, uh, what you're missing in that do. I mean, there's, you, you again, you have to take on, we are biochemically individuals mm -hmm. and and if you are coming from a depleted zone there may mm. be times in that place to do a type of lifestyle shift that's appropriate for that to get you back to a homeostasis and then you can shift then so mm. so it's not you know it's not either or i you know i've been plant-based for I don't know, 15 16 17 years wow. i just found i just find ways to get those nutrients in its most whole form. Mm -hmm. I just, and I also have some of the knowledge of being able to access some of mm -hmm. these foods and, uh, and then at the basics, grow your own food, support your local farmers, go to your groceries, go to your, uh, uh, local, uh, uh, markets like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Try to eat close to home, uh, eat a diversity of plants, uh, drink a bunch of water, go to sleep, get outside, uh, stay away from the toxic exposure of many of our fatal conveniences and lathers and lotions mm. and deodorants. And half the time we're now in this zone where you're compromised because of all of the compromised situations we've, we've put ourselves in, in the modern day world. That's a, actually, I'm moving on potentially writing a whole book 
on the modern day fatal conveniences of exposure of bad things that people don't know about. Yeah, Yeah. that's part of I started doing it on my podcast. I have this little segment called Fatal Conveniences where I'm revealing certain aspects, even things in on receipts, the the chemicals on receipts, the uh, toothpicks and like deodorants and shampoos. And like, we don't know if we don't know. Right. Um, Right. So, yeah. No, that's, that's good. I appreciate that. All right. So like the question that my wife wants me to ask, which I want to know too, um, cause this is kind of personal. Um, we had a family member recently diagnosed with ALS mm. and he got diagnosed probably close to a year ago now. And his, um, he's really shown not many signs of, you know, basically losing the upper, you know, the upper muscular and all of the stuff that happens with ALS. Um, he also did shift his diet immediately. Like he went real strict. I mean, he's even doing like, uh, a whole glass of celery juice, like first thing in the morning, like, I mean, it's, and we don't know, maybe that's me. There's very little out there to help someone in that condition. My question to you is, and again, I'm not saying that you're a, you know, a doctor and you're going to give me like advice and all that stuff. But if it was you or someone you knew, what would be that advice that you'd give that person? Uh, I mean, as far as like maybe diet or exercise or like, what are some things that you could do that are within your power? You're not, you know, relying on an institution to say, we don't really have the answers, but if you do this, you might get an extra three months. You know what I mean? Like what would, with your knowledge of like the bio in our, you know, the biochemistry and stuff, what would you, what would you think to do? Well, I mean, honestly, it's kind of back to what we, we just, went into if you're in that severity of a situation um then you you have to do every test imaginable to see Mm -hmm. what the toxic load is in your body Mm -hmm. that could be everything from your teeth Mm -hmm. um and root canals or a very very dangerous situation if you have any Mm -hmm. root canals it can be um toxifying you and you don't even know it through mm. the, the, that, that uh, microbiological kind of ceiling of a dead tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would do everything from heavy metals testing, uh, like, uh, like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, mercury, making sure all your fillings are, you don't have any mercury in your mouth. Um, and then again, the, the, the root canal situation, um, hair analysis, where are you at with your minerals? I would do the biome. I would do your microbiological, um, load to see where you're at. I would, um, you know, if you've gotten exposed to any antibiotics at any point in your life and you didn't consciously go back to restore that, your microbiological system is going to be thrown off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do every, t- I would find a functional medicine doctor. I would figure, figure out the basics of all of it. Mm-hmm. What, what am I not getting? Uh, minerals, vitamins, uh, toxic exposure, eliminate the toxins, increase obviously your plant foods like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, I, so I couldn't give advice until mm-hmm. someone, until you had some of that. Yeah. Until you've got, yeah. actually got that. Now, that, now that being said, uh, I can't really talk about it, but there's some compounds that we just, I've been talking to this, this group out of Italy, um, with this plant, uh, biologist who developed specifically, um, 
it's uh, neuro neuro neurodegenerative disorders. It's starting. They're showing that it's re, re, wow. reversing dementia, uh, Parkinson's. I talked to the, wow. the chief science officer himself for the company had Parkinson's, and it was reversing. It's reversed ninety percent of his Parkinson's. Every known degenerative disease so far, it's been showing this compound in this plant that they've been mm. able to grow the plant and increase it, uh, helping this hormone called adiponectin in the body. It's reversing this stuff. So for me, I would make sure all of getting the foundation of your nutrition, the mm -hmm. foundation of your toxic exposure, all that needs to shift. There's definitely going to be markers that it's going to show up in there. Then you've mm -hmm. got to test for C-reactive proteins. What's the liver? What's the gallbladder? What's the digestive system? Uh, are you even able to, to take in nutrients because maybe your hydrochloric acid is, is, is gone? Maybe you don't have any protease enzymes to break down any, any of the proteins. Who knows? But mm -hmm. until you actually do the work, uh, do brain mapping. What's your brain showing you? There's ways to do brain mapping without opening up your brain. So I would do everything you can to see what's going on. From that perspective, you cannot rely on the American Medical Association to give you any of that information. No. You have no. to seek that information, become an advocate. And then once you start understanding, you start adding in those things that you will see that's off and mm. that you will eliminate and detox the heavy metals and get the microbiological system. Because if you don't have the foundation uh, lined up and in tune, then no matter what you do, it's going to be inefficient and ineffective. And if you go and you lean on all of the drugs, that's just going to kind of keep you moving forward and maybe, you know, thwart it for a little bit, but it's yeah. going to win. And over time, and now I do have a friend that is, a, uh, I have a friend whose uh, wife out of Nashville, she's had ALS and she was supposed to be dead four years ago. Wow. And, and they've shown radical nutrition changes, micronutrients, plant-based, you name it. They've been doing oxygenated water, hydrogenated water, structured water, uh, whole foods, juicing, all of that stuff. And she still, she started reversing the ALS and that's never been seen. So then the ALS uh, foundation started getting involved. What are you doing? What's going on? And so I'm excited for this other compound that we're starting to look into um, in terms of being able to reverse because we literally got a confidential email from one of the doctors that um, his client by taking this compound, whole food compound just has a higher amount of this active compound in it naturally exists in every plant uh, that it was reversing. That's crazy. Uh, the Alzheimer's. And the doctor absolutely said, I will give a testimonial because I saw it happen myself. So wow. it's, it's, there, there is, so on the one hand, reiterating this whole thing, you've got to know on the elemental level yeah. what's going on in your body. What are you lacking? Mm -hmm. And on the toxic level, what are you, what have you been exposed to? What have you bioaccumulated? What's going on? And then, at the same time, start looking for these compounds that can help boost up and support whatever it is the condition, in this case, ALS.
Yeah. And so where does someone go to kind of search that out? Cause you just threw a whole bunch, right? Like at you, like, do you, do you look for uh, you know, a, I mean, I don't, I don't even know. Like where, where I would, would I well, start? Well, you would, you would start with, I would talk to a lot of people and mm-hmm. get recommendations for a functional medicine doctor, a naturopathic physician, okay. someone who has the understanding, has the license, and can mm-hmm. get all those tests done. Okay. And that are not going to just throw drugs at you. They're going to actually right. understand and look at physiologically, biologically, chemically, what's going on in your body. And mm-hmm. then building that back up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I would look... Maybe, maybe start Googling uh, functional doctors, ALS, functional mm-hmm. doctors, uh, neurological disorders, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and then just asking those networks, you'll find. And it will, certain doctors will start um, popping up without a doubt. Okay. And just to throw it in there, um, my buddy, uh, our family member, uh, he's uh, owned, uh, well, he just recently owned it about eight years ago, but he worked in the pest control business for years. Mm. So, so, you know, we don't know, but you're like, well, you know what I mean? Like I, I, could, if I was a betting man, yeah, I would bet, I would bet the farm that that absolutely contributed to a toxic load. If you start looking, start looking into those chemicals he's been exposed to and spraying mm-hmm. without a doubt that contributed to, even if it was immune suppressive, um, for it for a decade or however yeah. long he was doing it yeah. but but these things are scary there's there's 60 mm. to 90,000 toxins emitted in our atmosphere every year with with only about 10% that have actually been tested this wow. is something that is fatally messing us up mm. and and the fact that someone like this innocently has a job and is committed to his job and thinking that he's got this job and getting money for his family and all this all the while Mm. the information and it's not that these people don't know these chemicals they do they just Mm. haven't stepped up uh Mm. to allow a normal person to well the fcc fda usda it's all compromised Mm. which is why we just have to take on our own health so unfortunately people like this get exposed to i mean think of a case was just one uh, monsanto and bear a couple years ago for 250 million of a of a worker uh at a you know a groundskeeper at a school that had a case against and he won the case and so these guys, these chemical companies do everything they can to keep that information from the general population because these things are poisons. Mm-hmm. You don't think that spraying this around in your ecosystem forever is contributing to some sort of degradation of your health? Mm. Well, then good luck because mm. that's, that's, that's what's going on. And that goes all the way back to there's stuff in our water that we need to get out mm-hmm. because yeah. it's just part of our world. We need to start pushing back towards these companies to, to, to clean their act up. Uh, mm-hmm. They just won't do it unless um, it's pressure that gets put on because it's, it's profits first. Um, 
and 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 that's that's a system that needs to be destroyed and uh profits are fine Mm -hmm. just don't do it just don't do it at the expense of the environment and and people's health yeah no I agree, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you, man. You, you took so much time for us today. I appreciate it. I know this was, this was a, a, a time out of your day, but I think that we're going to help people. And I think just your message needs to be shared more and more and more. Um, let people know how they can get a hold of your stuff, the book, your nuts, kick out, like whatever. Where, where do you want people to go, Darren? Yeah, so DarrenOlean.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. We got a lot of cool information going out. We've got the Darren Olean Show, uh, the podcast. We've got a great uh, app, One Two One Tribe. You can get three free days of plant-based eating and functional movements. Uh, and you know, follow me on Instagram, Darren Olean. Uh, and yeah, we're we're putting a lot of, a lot of things together, so uh, it'll be a fun ride. Sounds exciting. Uh, oh, one question I didn't ask you real quick: Is there going to be a second uh, second uh, round here of uh, Down to Earth? We'll we'll find out. It's okay. they're in nego- they're in negotiations. So all right, all right. There, there's a lot of things that have to line up. So okay. my fingers are crossed. But everyone yeah, wants everyone wants to do it. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey. All right. Well, hey, Darren. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. And keep keep at it. Keep keep Thanks. keep giving it to him, man. Give giving it to the world. Thanks, brother. Plan on it. All right, man. Take care. Cheers, brother. All right, so there you have it, guys. I wasn't kidding, right? What an awesome guest. What an awesome guy. The one thing I want to point out here is Darren is like the guy next door. Like, you would never know that he has this hit series on Netflix right now, or he was the co-creator of uh, Shakeology, a a well-known company. Just a really, really great guy and it's funny that uh, the TV show is down to earth because he's just a down to earth great guy and so willing to share doesn't overcomplicate things speaking from the heart and really gets you thinking a little bit a little bit more about the environment a little bit more about ourselves uh, and also just his opinions on certain things in you know the modern day world that we're living in and uh, again I just have to pinch myself sometimes because this podcast has allowed me to reach some really awesome guests like Darren, and uh, now I'm able to bring them to you, which I'm really, really thankful for. So hopefully you enjoyed this this episode as much as I really uh, enjoyed creating it for you and doing this interview, and I really look forward to doing more of these. So definitely stay tuned, all right, to this podcast. This was episode 885. If you want all the show notes, transcripts, all of the goodies, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash 885 and you can get it all over there and then also if you're listening to this on the podcast if you want to watch the video interview definitely go to that that uh, show notes page and I will embed that video there you can you can see actually Darren there wearing his cool glasses uh, and then also he's in this really cool uh, place that uh, that he's living right now and uh, the one thing that we didn't talk about either is in that show at the very end uh, there was the California fire and uh, his house actually burnt to the ground, nothing left. And uh, now he has to rebuild and uh, I won't give it away, but at the end of the, uh, of that series, you kind of, you see that happen to him and what he does as it happens. And does he carry on the show or does he leave? And uh, he's just, again, he's just a remarkable guy. 
and again, he's been through a lot and he shares that all. But anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Go and check out the show notes, brandcreators.com forward slash 885. And again, just think about some things that he said. Listen to his podcast. It's really, really good. And uh, yeah, I look forward to having more people on like Darren that can help us live healthier lives and also do good for the environment and for the planet that we live on. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now let's rock your brand.